You're listening to the Selling Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I'm Laren Kelly. And I'm Sydney Lish. We're two entrepreneurs turned best friends, pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really takes to build wildly successful brands. You'll learn tools, tips, and strategies from top industry trailblazers that are paving the way in the world of social selling and building brands online. This podcast is for you if you sell a product, a service, or your expertise. We are Selling Social. You ready? Let's get it. All right, let's kick this off. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Business for Breakfast. It is Monday morning. We're so excited. I've got Sydney here. Will you get both of us this morning? I know I'm like Monday morning and Sid showing up. What the heck? I know it's going to be a good week then when we're both here. I know you guys were, we're really excited about this week's topic. We're talking imposter syndrome. And I think Laren and I, a few weeks ago, were like, everyone is experiencing this. Like we do a lot of different coaching calls, a lot of mentorship. And so what we'll find is throughout the weeks, there's certain themes that our clients or the customers that we're working with, or the people, the business builders that we have they're, they're experiencing similar things. And imposter syndrome was a huge theme a few weeks ago. So we're like, we get to do a podcast on this, but we want to do it together because it's more fun together. Well, and I feel like even podcasts I've been listening to a theme that I keep hearing over and over is people saying, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody figuring it out and like faithing and failing their way forward and just being like, you know what, (laughs) I'm stepping into this next level and I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing I've kind of been taking away after like researching imposter syndrome and looking more deeply into it, it's like, instead of saying like imposter syndrome or whatever, maybe consider yourself just a beginner at whatever you're doing. And even if you're an expert, like I even, you know, Laren and I were talking before this, like you're going to experience imposter syndrome at every level that you get to and every next step. If you're, if you're truly growing and evolving, and instead of thinking like, Oh, I'm an imposter in this arena, instead, just consider yourself a beginner in these certain skills that you're learning. And I think, you know, no matter what you're, you're going to experience this if you're growing, but just consider yourself a beginner instead of an imposter, because the energy around the word imposter is like really intense, really intense. It is like when you're like, oh, I feel like to me, when I hear imposter, I feel like I'm faking something or it's not my genuine, authentic self. But at the same time, when you're, if you're like Sid said, if you are in a place where you're growing and you're evolving to the next level and you feel that like uncomfortable imposter feeling, celebrate that. Like that is a good thing. It means you are not like staying like complacent in your business or your life and that you're pushing yourself to that next level. And I think the only time it's imposter syndrome is if you're not being yourself. Yeah. Like uh, check yourself. Like, are you being yourself or are you following what other people want or you think other people want you to do and say, and that's the difference. It's not imposter syndrome. If you're being true to yourself, in my opinion, I agree. And I think you should feel, you should feel a little uncomfortable and scared, but you should leave, like, say you're presenting to a large group or something and you're like, so nervous, like, oh, I don't feel like I should be here. I don't feel like I have all the answers. or I feel like I shouldn't be teaching this. Like, those are a lot of things that like people feel with imposter syndrome. But at the same time, if you're purely coming from a place that's authentic, like she said, then you should leave that feeling so excited and so aligned. And if you don't, then you're not coming from your true authentic self. I totally agree. So I want to like really break it down. But first for people who are listening, because I know when I started, 
in network marketing and in business, I didn't, I wouldn't have known what imposter syndrome was. So like, what is, what is your idea of imposter syndrome, your definition of imposter syndrome? I think you're a better one. (laughs) The way I would, the way I would say that it makes me feel, I said before we got on here, I've like, I've always had social anxiety. So I get nervous walking into rooms where there's a lot of people that don't know me. Um, And I get this really anxious, nervous feeling like I'm almost being judged. And I just feel like a little girl again, like wrapped up in my body. And I feel like that's what it feels like is when you're taking that next level and you feel imposter syndrome, it's that kind of feeling. But uh, Sid, you gave some good examples. What were those examples? Yeah, I'll give the examples. I also do want to touch like I think we experienced this right before we launched our podcast and it was almost to the point of self-sabotage because we, you guys, we were listening back to the podcast we had recorded. We're like, we're so bad. Like, should we even launch this? Should we even do this? And then we're like, wait, we're just starting. We're just beginners. And we just get to set the intention of showing up as ourselves because in the beginning we were trying to show up like other podcasters and like other people we'd listen to. And even you know, have 25 episodes in that we're in, I already noticed that we're so much more ourselves and we really own that. And so we were just beginning. We weren't imposters, but, um, so my, my example that I told Laren, what I think imposter syndrome is, is it, it's the feeling like when, when you're 21 and you just turned 21 and you walk into a club where you, you have to show ID and you maybe like hand the the bartender your ID and you're like nervous that you're going to get kicked out. Or like you walk into the bar, you have your ID on you and you're like waiting for the bouncer to come like check your ID. Like it's that feeling of nervousness of like, am I going to get caught for something even though I know I'm not wrong for it? Um, another example of like what imposter f- syndrome feels like in my body personally is when I, I know I have money in my account and I go to a restaurant and I pay for my meal and I give them my card. And there's like that feeling of like, is this going to decline? Like, is my card going to decline? Do I have the money on there? Even though I know it's there. Right. And I, I don't think that necessarily ever goes away. I've talked to a lot of wealthy people who feel the same way, but it's that feeling of like knowing that you're not doing anything wrong, but feeling like there's going to be a negative repercussion for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was telling Sid, some of the most successful people that I know, I've literally had them say to me, like, I feel like someone's going to see through, right. See right through this, or I feel like someone's going to think that I'm a fraud. Mm -hmm. And those are some powerful, successful people that are at like the top of their game who still feel like that because they're always growing. Or sometimes some people have just grown too fast, like have grown really fast and had a lot of momentum. And they're, it's almost like kind of compared to even people who've lost weight really fast and their like mind hasn't caught up with like how fast their body burned the fat that's apply that to success. Sometimes like we get into momentum and it's like our mind hasn't caught up with how fast that is too. It's everyone goes through it. It's just a different level. Yeah. And I think it's important to identify that like Again, if you're in alignment and you're being true to yourself, there's probably going to be people who think they see right through you, like quote unquote, think they see right through you or, or they think you're being an imposter. Like there's always going to be those people, right? And, and that's okay. But as long as you know who you are and what your intention is, like people can think anything about you and they will. Uh, mm-hmm. But that we're going to talk about this going into these, these different like five versions of imposter syndrome. But I think it's important just to know that as long as you know the truth about you and what you're doing and what you're creating, that's all that matters at the end of the day. 
Sid, can you give an example of a time in the past couple of years that you felt like an imposter? Uh, yeah. And I think, I think it's happened even more recently, more than when I first started, when I first started, I was like ignorance on fire. It was almost like once I learned more, I realized how much I didn't know. Uh, I think once you really start diving into personal development or once I started diving into personal development more and more and more, I realized like how much I was just scratching the surface of what I knew and how I was just getting started. And that was like, when I hit the rank that I thought like, oh, I'd be making it in, you know, in my company, I was like, if I hit this rank, I will have made it in my life. And it was that moment where I hit that rank where I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know anything yet. I haven't even started yet. And that's where my imposter syndrome kicked in. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I barely know anything about this. And it's a very humbling feeling, but it also just made me realize like that it, that imposter feeling is never going to go away if I don't address it at like the root mm-hmm. of the issue. You know, yep. what about you? Also, we're just so hard on ourselves. I think we just put a lot of pressure on ourselves. I still feel it like daily, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Like I was thinking about that. I'm like, every time I go into like a coaching meeting with a client or a new one, every single time I'm nervous. Like it doesn't matter how many times I've met with a client or it's someone brand new. I still am like, Oh my God, what if I don't know? What if, you know, and it's crazy. I'm like, I've been doing this for, I've been in this industry for 20 years and it oozes out of me, but every meeting I go into, I still feel like, am I good enough? Am I the one that should be teaching this? Do I know enough? And I put all that pressure on myself. And then usually like the meeting goes amazing. And I come out of it being like, yes, I'm in alignment. Like this is exactly what I meant to be doing. I'm so pumped, but I feel that imposter syndrome every single time. Yeah. And I think it's, it's important to recognize that often I I know we've had this conversation. We think that other people know everything that we do. But really the reality is they know so much more about so many other topics that we don't know about. And they know a tiny portion of what we do know. So as you're, you know, if you're teaching or you're training or you're a coach or you're a mentor, people don't know everything, you know, they, I always say like, people don't have the, the, all of the experiences that you've had. And so I I always tell, you know, the girls that, that I coach and, and the men that I coach, like people don't have that luxury of all the experiences and all the training that you've had. And so it's your job to teach people those things, because even if you know a little bit more, you're going to be helping those people. And we, we always remind each other of that. And it can be the simplest of things, but people, we imposter syndrome is we, we think people know everything plus some about what we know about and that we don't really know anything when really that's almost never the case. I love that diagram that you put up on your Instagram stories the other day, because we'll, we'll repost it with this episode. Um, it is, it's so powerful. It's like that example and that visual you put up to show that, like what we think they know versus what they really do know. Yeah. And even if they do, like I listen to podcasts and I hear the same content sometimes over and over. And it's not that I'm learning something new, but it's a refresher to be like, oh yeah, am I doing that? So remind yourself too, if you're listening, like you might be teaching someone something they've already heard, but it's also going to be a refresher of like, are they doing it? Are they applying it? Like we need to hear this, those things over and over too, which is powerful. Well, and I know that sometimes the bad, sometimes I need to hear the same message from a different person. And the most profound thing I think I've ever had a mentor and friend say to me is sometimes you need to hear what you already know. Mm-hmm. And there's just days where I'll hear the same information I've heard 500 times from one mentor and I hear it from a random stranger. And I'm like, that landed. I needed to hear that from you. And so just, 
I, I just think it's really important um, to know that even if people do know the information, it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So true. Okay. So let's, let's dive into these five types. So these are five types that we've kind of just, we decided this is what we think they are. So let us, <laughs> we made this up. <laughs> <laughs> what, which one? <laughs> you guys are doing, this is awesome. You guys pick which of the five, which do you feel like you are? Okay. So we are going to go over these five. We're going to break it up though. So we're going to give you three this episode and then we're going to give you the last two on Friday. Cause we really want you to think about this and pay attention to like what comes up for you this week? Once you've started to listen to this episode and all of a sudden Tuesday comes, Wednesday comes, Thursday comes, like what's coming up for you. We want you to really get clear on like the moments throughout your day that you start to feel like an imposter and we want you to flip it and celebrate it because it means you're growing and evolving. Mm -hmm. So the first one is the perfectionist. Sid, have there been times where you've fallen into this trap where it's almost like it has to be perfect before you can put up the post or finish the speech or deliver some piece of content. You know, I would say, I would say you're almost more of a, not in a weird way, but like you're more of a perfectionist. I think you already know (laughs) you're more of a perfectionist than I am where I have always had this mindset of like, just get it done. And I'm just like the whole con I actually did a podcast on this, like done is better than perfect. And that's always been my motto. And it's always worked for me where it's almost to a fault where I think I could be a little bit more of a perfectionist. I don't pay attention to details. I'm like, it's just not my personality. Um, I'm like bigger picture in that way, but perfectionism is a huge one that I see so many people get stopped by because they want to have like every little detail completed before they release anything where I've found that I have so much more success when I just complete something and get it out to the people because then without it being done, no one can ever read it. No one can ever hear it. And no one can ever benefit from it. That's just my set, my mindset around perfectionism. Yeah. Well, and it's also like, you know, uh, Angie Lee talks about this, like ready is a lie. It's like, you don't feel that you always have to be ready. Like just get it out there and just do it. Um, I'm the same. I think I've always just been, I will just go for it and like, I don't hold back on things. Like even with podcasts, I'm like, sure, let's just do it. You know? Um, but I, my perfectionist does come in when it's like, wait, let's make sure we like think this through, like, let's write out the details. Let's look at the photos, whatever it is. Um, I'm a little bit more like, let's prepare, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like I have a very strong sense of urgency. So I just want to like do it, but I've, I've seen people like really hold themselves back because it has to be perfect. And I want you guys to think about this this week. Like, are, is it content? Like, are you not putting up the post because you have to have like the perfect copy with the post or the perfect photo? Mm-hmm. Um, why not just put it up? So like challenge yourself this week, just start with social media and be like, I'm going to put up four posts this week and I'm going to write content and it doesn't need to be perfect. I just need to get it out there. Yeah. And I think a thing I always reminded myself is like, people don't care what we're putting out as much as we think they care. They're not looking at our page as much as we think that they are, no matter how bad we want to think we're the center of the universe. Like it's just a thing we all believe. And what I found is people just don't actually care that much. And most people don't even notice. So like, 
put yourself out there. There's been people on my team that I think are watching every move and every post that I put up. And I'm like, oh yeah, the post I wrote today. And they're like, I didn't even see you posted anything. So it's like, people are not actually watching as diligently as you think that they are. And so that's where I find that just get it done, especially when it comes to social media with our podcast, we could have completely scrapped everything we did and start over if we wanted it to be perfect, but instead we got it out. And there's been so much great feedback because we just decided to get it done versus have it be absolutely perfect every single time. Well, and we've had people reach out to us, thanking us because it's given them permission to just do the damn thing, whatever it is that you're wanting to do, whatever's been on your heart that you keep saying you want to do, just do it like this week, take it as permission to just do it. And I'll, I'll just leave this as like the last thing on perfectionism. It, I think of it in relationships. If I went into a relationship and someone expected me to be perfect, I would expect them to be perfect too. Like whatever, I, you can never expect anyone to be perfect. We're all flawed individuals, but you're perfect the way that you are in your flawed way. And so I want to give you the permission right now to know that your imperfections and all of our imperfections are the thing that make us us. And without that, we, we, we wouldn't stand out. So I want you to know that like by being a perfectionist, it's, it's actually probably hurting you more than anything, like own your individuality and own your mistakes and own your slip ups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Number two is the expert. And Sid really already touched on this, which I love is we went into this, like we were like, we are not the expert. So don't hold us to it because we're, we don't want to pretend that we know everything. We just want to provide the experience, the value, the wisdom that we've experienced throughout our life. But we're not going to say that we're the expert because there are people that know more than us, but we are going to be willing to go forward and be able to deliver what's worked for us. Um, but being the expert will hold you back. If you feel like you have to know everything. When I see this happen so often, I'm sure you do too, it, with stylists, with network marketers, with real estate agents, it's like, I have to, uh, the biggest thing I hear is I have to learn and train myself on everything before I can go talk to anyone about this opportunity or about, you know, real estate or whatever that is. And, and that's the biggest difference is being ignorance on fire versus knowledge on ice. Because I see a lot of people who also plug into everything and they have skills of an expert but they're not actually doing anything with that knowledge because they're afraid of what people think or, you know, X, Y, Z. I think getting stuck in that, oh, I have to be the expert zone is really, really dangerous. Um, and I even found that, and that's one of the reasons we started this podcast is because we knew we were not the experts, but we wanted to be able to give people information through another vehicle besides just Instagram of things that we were learning that we wanted to pass on to other people because we know it's left such an impact in our lives. So I mean, with the expert one, what I'll say is that I, I think we talked about this later like, no one's actually an expert. None of us actually really know at all what we're doing. And we're just, especially with social media, it's like, we're all just doing the best that we can to educate people on things that we are passionate about. Well, and I think the most successful people, like the influencers and the thought leaders and just people that you admire for being influential in some way most likely it's because they're relatable and they're approachable and they can meet you at your level. They can actually speak to you like you're their friend versus like, I know it all and I'm above you. And it's like, they can take it down to a level where it just feels like you're talking to a friend and you're able to absorb the information, the content even more. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that it can tie even into like the power of storytelling. And I want to give an example, like if you are in a wellness company, like say you're in network marketing and you're with a wellness company, are you going to walk up to somebody and like spit out every detail and every ingredient of that product and expect them to buy it? Or if you're a salon owner or a stylist, are you going to walk up and hand them a product and be like, here's the micro mesh that blah, blah, blah. And here's the Vita Samant that repairs your hair from the inside out. Or are you going to- I don't even know what any of that means. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can give a story on how it's impacted your life or how it's impacted someone else's life where it taps into their heart and their emotion that they can actually relate to why do I need this product and why is it going to be the solution to what I need? Mm. And so you don't always have to be the expert and deliver the ingredients or the technology, like speak from your heart into their heart. I love that. And stories are so important. Actually, I'll share a quick story because I had this experience recently where I felt on social media, I got into this habit of talking at people versus sharing stories and talking with people and, and being not the expert because I've been doing this long that in network marketing, I know a lot about network marketing. And, and I had a conversation with one of my mentors and he's like, you're talking at people, stop talking at people and start talking with people. And it was this huge shift for me where I was like, I'm not the expert. I actually don't know that much and that's okay, but I can bring people along in the journey with me and changing that for me felt so much better where I could just own up to my flaws and be really authentic and transparent. And, um, that's, it's just something I invite all of you to do. If you're, if you're coaching or if you're online training or whatever you have going on online that you're selling, don't be the expert and stop talking at people, start talking with people. Well, and to get, take that even deeper, like if someone's like, well, how do I do that? Like ask questions. Chris will say that to me a lot. Like, how do you build such strong rapport with people so fast? And I'm like, I ask questions. Like Mm. I I genuinely want to know about them. Like if, if I'm talking with someone, like instead of talking down at them or at them, like she's saying, I'm like, tell me more. And I ask open-ended questions to start to like build rapport with someone as fast as possible so that you start to like talk with them and create a conversation between the two of you. I think it's so important to like, be curious. Something my friend and I were talking about yesterday, we're like, people just don't really ask questions because they're not curious. And once you become curious and you just dig deeper with people and ask follow-up questions, like, no, I want to go deeper on that. What you just said, right. It's like, that's what gets to the juice. And that's what creates trust so quickly. And it's, it's not, you knowing everything, but it's you just listening and being so curious. And I think that's what an expert does. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We're, we'll talk about this. Well, I'll come back to this. Never mind. Okay. So number three is the superwoman. Mm. You go first on this one. I I think this is, (laughs) this is you like people that honestly can feel like they can do it all. And this almost goes back to our previous episode on delegation is there whatever level of leadership position or growth in your business or whatever, or a mom that can take on everything. We have this natural ability to just be like, I can do it all. And all of a sudden when you can't do it all, or someone else has to like step in, you feel this like incompetence inside of you that like creates lights, this trigger up inside of you that just doesn't feel good. That's a form of imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And I think that is like, that's where you need to learn to delegate. You need to learn that it's okay not to be able to do it all. It's okay to lead other people, or it's okay to release some responsibilities off of your plate, because then it allows you to show up even better in the areas that you are doing. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I always look at, um, if I try and compliment someone and they have a really hard time accepting it, I put, I would say that they're like a superwoman type where they don't want to accept the compliment because they feel like they're not there yet, or they feel like they're not worthy of it. And, and I think being, you know, they, they might feel like they're not worthy of that compliment because they're not really where they appear to be. Um, and this is, this is one that I think a lot of women and men, probably especially men struggle with is like accepting that support and accepting that help. Um, and I think this is something I've actually really learned from you, Laren is in our business, we've really like played to our strong points, but we we're always very grateful for each other, but we don't feel like we have to do everything. And we really receive help from each other really well. It's like, Hey, can you help me with this? Or, Hey, can you take on this project? And we're able to really help. And what I'll tell you guys is like being a solo person, being all on your own and not asking for help. It's like the fastest way to become an imposter syndrome person, because you feel like a fraud because you're just like, I have to do all this by myself. If I have to ask for help, it's it's such an ego hit. Yeah. Like if it's highlighting, like it's a weakness in you, that's a problem. Like Mm -hmm. that's an area that you need to be like, Ooh, I need to work on this because you should feel that you can own your superpowers and still ask for help. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great one, but I think a lot of people experience this for sure. And, And also when I used to never want help before, before I joined network marketing, I had that like solopreneur mentality. And, um, I started to practice just saying like, I receive, I receive the help and I'm worthy of the help. That was, I I didn't feel worthy of getting help and support from other people. So if you're having a difficult time, I I recommend like if someone offers you anything, it doesn't have to be in business. It can just be anything. You can just say, I'm open to receiving it. Like I'm open to receiving you buying my coffee. I'm open to receiving this. I'm open to receiving the help. And you're going to have more and more people show up in your life that are wanting and willing to help you. Totally. I think a good place to, if you're, if it's hard for you to say, Hey, I need help then flip it to complimenting the other person saying, Hey, you're really good at this. Um, I would love your input on this, or I would love your guidance on this, Mm -hmm. that it's almost like setting, teeing them up where they want to help you. And then you can ease into like, Hey, I really need this. Cause sometimes, like she said, it's just hard for us to ask for it, but instead maybe then flip it to like, when you're asking someone, well, what are they great at? Like, why are, why are you asking them specifically for your help? So that will kind of help you ease into it. It's just changing your language. It's also, I look at, I look at us being super women and doing everything as literally stealing the joy of what other people have chosen as their career to do something that we're not even good at. Like if someone gets joy in something, let's say I want to delegate editing a podcast and there's someone out there who is obsessed with editing and that's what they do for their job. And I'm unwilling to ask those people for help. It's like cutting off the flow of energy because you're not allowing other people to live into their purpose and you're being selfish by taking it on for yourself and cutting off your energy flow. That is so good. So true. It is because it's like we all have our greats. Like we all have that one thing that we just love that is so good. So if it's take some stuff off of your plate. And if it's it draining to- your energy, go give it to someone yeah. who loves that energy. Exactly. If they built their career around it, it's like take some off your plate. It's okay to not do it all. Mm-hmm. Focus on your greats. So, okay. So we have two more, two more types, but we're going to um, save them for you for Friday. Also to end this episode, I just have to share with you guys the last two times Laren and I have gotten on zoom. We've been wearing almost the exact same outfit. I just realized we're wearing, 
<laughs> our brains are very similar, but you guys, um, we're, we're super, super excited about, I, I love this topic. I think it's such an important one. I hope this is valuable for you guys. And after the next episode on Friday, um, that we'll release with the other two, we'd love for you guys to share what you think your, your imposter syndrome type is. So today we covered perfectionism or the perfectionist, the expert and the superwoman. We're going to come back on Friday with a few more. Guys to text us at 303-529-1291. Which type are you? Heck yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. We loved spending this time with you and we just love pouring into you. So I hope you found so much value in this episode because that's what means the most to us. That every time you listen, you walk away with value. You walk away with takeaways that put you into inspired action in your business and in your life. So thank you so much for spending this time and choosing to listen to the Selling Social podcast. What would mean the most to us and help us the most is if you snapshot the podcast episode on your phone, upload it to your IG stories and tag Selling Social Podcast with your biggest takeaway, paying the love forward to your audience online. And we would love to stay connected with you. So text the words Selling Social to 303-529-1291 to stay connected with us. And if you want to receive our morning business for breakfast tips, these are like powerful tips sent straight to your phone every single morning. Like if you want to wake up with us every morning, get one action tip that you apply that day or motivation to just keep going after your dream, after your vision, after your calling, like text the words business for breakfast to 303-529-1291. And last, if you want to be a part of our community of like ambitious female entrepreneurs doing big things this year, and you want to like have more support, have more community, have more mentorship, have more just women in your life doing big things, text the word community to 303-529-1291. And until next time, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon.